0: Vision has just the right mix of music, inspiration and fun to kickstart your day. Rise and shine with Fel and DJ. Weekdays at breakfast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision.
1: As we do on a Thursday, it is always so good to catch up on insights from Charles Newington, the national director of Family Voice Australia. Charles, joining us once again. Hello, Charles. Welcome back to 2020.
0: Oh, thank you. Good morning from the Rocks in Sydney.
1: Uh, Charles, you do get around, I must say, and uh, I hope things are. Is it how? What is it like at uh, the Rocks in Sydney today? Uh,
0: it's beautiful. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at a. And a plaque that that remembers Francis Greenway, the convict architect in the early period, and um, and in particular, there's a selection of his works, and one of them is the Saint Matthew's Church in in Windsor that he designed, and I was there in uh, around about Easter, and the person who'd signed the book just before us was uh, the the Prime Minister. (laughs) I've got a picture of his signature on my phone where he was just thanking God for his forebears and for the country. Uh,
1: You know, it would be wonderful to unpack some of the historical places you can visit when you're having Uh, a holiday away in Sydney. And if it's a beautiful day like today, I can just imagine the view out over the harbour, over towards the Opera House, up to the Sydney Harbour Bridge. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Charles, let's get into some of the serious things that are developing around freedom of speech, freedom of religion. Uh, next week, Parliament will be back. These things will be front and centre. And parallel to all of that is this ongoing uh, issue, this controversy surrounding Israel for Lao. And now, his wife has been drawn into this controversy. Uh, what are your thoughts? about uh, these big businesses, ANZ, and uh, health insurance company, HCF. Uh, They're in the mix now, and they're a part of this whole debate.
0: Yes, well, she, she reposted the now defunct GoFundMe page that her husband had put up uh, to, to help fund him with his uh, legal um, expenses. And a spokesman from HCF uh, said that they don't support her views on this matter. And, and then to quote them, there is uh, no place for discrimination of any kind, including on the basis of gender, religious belief, age, race, or sexual orientation. And it just seems uh, strange that, that that they are blind to the fact that their action is in fact a form of discrimination. It's uh, exactly what they 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 are uh, saying that she she seems to be encouraging that discrimination, but then they are discriminating against her. And this is the farce that we uh, we we are seeing uh, in this. Really, there's an element of farce here. How uh, one side doesn't uh, does exactly what they accuse the other side of doing. And uh, you know, I, I think that. Um, it's it's time to sort of take a step back from the brink of the crazy cliff and to to um not rush to uh legislate i know there's a great pressure to legislate to sort of change the legislation and sort of but sometimes the public conversation needs to to run a bit longer and and we see need to see where the thing's going uh, before we legislate otherwise what you tend to do is um you tend to sort of uh, overreact or whatever and so we can see the way this is going. It's going to a lawyer's picnic and all manner of social strife. That's where it's going. Uh, and if we act too quickly, um, you know, we don't we don't allow the public conversation to sort of settle and 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 find some kind of common sense balance. Uh, so Charles.
1: There's a real polarising going on right now, and we've seen this polarising. It becomes, uh, when we went through the marriage debate, the nation was polarised over the issue. Uh, There was very much a polarising sense in the lead-up to the last federal election, and there's a real polarising that's developing right now, and everybody is... As uh, I know you like to reflect, in their own echo chamber, hearing the opinions that reinforce their own. What are your thoughts about just how significant this is? And in this day and age, with technology the way it is, uh, very easy just to uh, be isolated with your own opinions.
0: Yes, I mean, I, you know, I'm like everybody else. I've got my preferred um, news media sources and uh, writers that sort of scratch where I itch, and, and everybody's a bit that way. Um, I, I don't want to say <laughs> terrible generalisation, but uh, you know what I mean. There's a tendency to do that. And um, so I try to listen and read people in the stables, like um, David Maher who was writing in The Guardian today uh, about uh, the Anglican Archbishop of Sydney, uh, of Sydney, uh, Glenn Davis uh, decrying that the sacking of Falao, and um, and yet, in Myles' words, he says, and yet insisting that sec- uh, the right to sack teachers uh, for their sexuality, or on the basis of their sexuality, then he, the, the, the irony is that then he goes on to sort of to sort of heap uh, a pile of words with, uh, that are absolutely soaked in emotion, um, uh, you know, accusing Christians um, of uh, of of being so one-eyed on the issue, and I think that you know, this this is part of the public conversation. We've got to be so careful that w- w- what we do is the, whether we're the media or whether we're the Christian community or the gay community, we, we have to try to be as objective and calm about this as possible because the emotion's not helping. The emotion is actually inflaming things. And and people are starting to realise, businesses are starting to realise that it affects business one way or the other. And in their particular case, I mean, you know, GoFundMe, they, they shut down Palau's hours. Uh, website, because they had 95,000 vote, um, uh, sort of signatures on a, on a, on a protest, uh, from the gay community, uh, and, um, and, you know, th- what are they gonna do? They're gonna look at that and they're gonna say, well, if, if we, if we offend all these people, then they're not gonna use GoFundMe. Uh, but they, they don't realize that it, 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 exactly what happened was that there's a, a, an equal number of people on the other side of the fence that are gonna say, I'm never gonna use GoFundMe because of what you've done to pull out. So, um, you know the, 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 so you know once again, I suppose i 'm appealing for that kind of um, that kind of um, coming out of the silos where we, we, where we think that because we hear our own voices and opinions are, uh, echoed back to us that, we, that the majority is speaking to us and not necessarily
1: well charles there 's uh, one of those silos that wants to keep this all about Israel for and uh, perhaps yeah. now including his wife maria but I think we've been uh, beyond that idea uh, for some time in time. the the recognition that what's happening with religious freedom affects Every uh, Christian, and uh, particularly uh, the issues around Christian employers, and it'll be all employers, everybody is affected by this issue around religious freedom. Uh, Just uh, give us your thoughts here on on just how widespread this is going to be uh, if it's not so sensitively and wisely uh, covered and tackled by uh, our legislators, and perhaps even as early as next week
0: well what we 're seeing actually is the the way in which you know the the sort of political correct debate has sort of uh, put a new level of um, a new level of priority on sexual orientation and they've they 've kind of made that the kind of um, the, the, the touchstone of moral um, uh, uh, orthodoxy as it were and in in doing that what they 've done is they 've sort of shifted moral conversation uh, quite a lot, and we have to recognize that and now it's not just a matter of religion, it's a matter of freedom of speech. So you get a person like, for instance, Andrew Bolt, who's, you know, a a professed agnostic. Um, But he's been, you know, he's been in trouble um, because of the fact that he says things that are are not part of that PC uh, silo, and and so we're seeing this deep connection between the freedom of speech and the freedom of religion that 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 actually can't separate them, and you can't separate um, and therefore that points out the fact that um, that our religious convictions are deeply embedded in our humanity they're, they're not just superficial things but, you know that people might think you know they might see a picture of a of a like for instance the prime minister and he's standing in a pentecostal church and he's got his hands raised up and they draw conclusions that this is all just superficial you know happy clappyism and stuff like that but, but it runs much deeper than that it runs to the things that are truly important the things that actually shape us as human beings, they're not just sort of, um, you know, religion, Christian religion. It's not just about, you know, um, the, the, the kind of prosperity uh, gospel where uh, I'm a Christian because God's going to bless me, make me rich and famous. It's not about that. It's 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 about the, the deep realities of what makes for a just society and what makes uh, for a society that truly values humanity, and, and not just humanity, but, but the planet, the environment, all these things that that are part of the human experience. Faith is faith is is, is a deep question. It, it it speaks to our real our real identity as human beings. And so, um, you know. This, 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 the needs there needs conversation to kind of help people to realize that for instance what uh, you know what Glenn Davis is trying to preserve is he's not trying to he's not trying to, uh, to, to, to sort of bully um, gays or people with a sexual orientation that's not heterosexual He's not trying to do that what he's trying to do is he's trying to preserve the uh, the, the right of a, a Christian community to educate their children. Because the schools are acting for the parents, it's trying to help them to to raise their children with a view of reality that that has been that's been with us for 2,000 years and it's been through all kinds of social and political storms and it's 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 weathered. You know, it's it's a weathered faith. It's a faith that really shapes a, a community. And let's face it, there's a lot of us that are superficial and shallow and we're just in it for ourselves until push comes to shove. And we find ourselves in a situation in life where, when you know something more important is is on the agenda, and and we have to rethink what our faith is really about. That's where we're at now. We're having to rethink what our faith is really about. And the last thing we want to be doing is denying other people their rights or denying other people their sense of humanity. We're not trying to do that. We just want a fair and level playing ground.
1: Charles, next week when Parliament's back, uh, we would all appreciate that this is not an easy issue to deal with. In Mm. fact, uh, the Prime Minister, uh, the government, is going to need the wisdom of Solomon to, in some ways, uh, make something that might be uh, fair for all. What are your thoughts about perhaps... Just uh, quietening the conversation in that sense uh, to what Christian believers might be praying for ahead of the return of Parliament, uh, just knowing that we're going through significant times of change, and uh, this idea that the government is going to need some special wisdom here because there's no easy solution.
0: Yes, all over the country there are people praying. You know, they're praying, they're praying for the government, praying for for all sides in this that 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 the wisdom that 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 we need as a nation will prevail and the thing about wisdom is it it concentrates the time frame you can't wait forever to understand where things are going to run you've got to be able to see and recognize what the consequences of legislation are uh, early on in order to act in wisdom to ha- act ahead of the curve uh, and make sure that the decisions you make are good for society in the long run and uh, that that's what uh, we pray for we pray that God will give all sides wisdom and grace and mutual respect and give them the opportunity not just to be self-interested and 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 just so interested and so outraged that their rights or interests are being uh, are being impinged upon that they can't see the importance of what is good and right and best for the nation and and it's not going to be ideal for anybody. everybody's got to be recognized has has to recognize there has to be an element of compromise here and I just want to say too here I feel like i 'm on the soapbox here I'm in the rock standing on the soapbox telling the world <laughs> you're uh, in the perfect place for everybody it. I'm not meaning to but but you know I think it does help us to to see that um uh, that that you know we we need God, we need, we need to have this startless conversation on our knees and to really let God guide us and direct us as a Christian community so that we, we are not, um, you know, we're not just unconsciously called up in the, um, in the emotional self-justification. Uh,
1: I often love to reflect on these substantial elements of our Christian faith, and I know you do too, Charles. But there's something very substantial when we recognize that when we have our faith in God, that he is the same yesterday, today and forever, that he is the one who is unchanging and that his character is going to be the same tomorrow as it is today. And so we have something to hold on to in this period where the speed of change is just so significant. Your thoughts on just how we appreciate things that are changing now and the substance of our faith that it is in a God who isn't going to change at all.
0: Yes. The core of our faith is not so much the intellectual grasp of truth. You know, sometimes people feel that the role of um, of the faith is to make sure that theology is absolutely flawless so that my theology tops your theology type thing and therefore gives me the inside run to God. It's 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 not so much about how much we understand, although of course, that is important. It, our faith has to do with the reality of God himself. It's about knowing God not just knowing about God and that's where prayer and humility and a, a bowing of our spirit before the Almighty uh, comes in. Our faith is that it's at that qu- I remember somebody who's a Catholic um, uh, person who was, a, a, you know, she was kind of a, a mentor to others and she was invited by the United Church to a, to a conference of leaders and she heard them debating and discussing all these things and they then asked her to, to comment. She said it, this was kind of a novel experience for her, because for her, faith was not so much about intellectual inquiry as, as it was about worship. You know, it's about God. Uh, and and uh, the, in the scriptures, uh, there's the phrase, in the name of God. It's, it's unusual. It doesn't fit easily in, in English language today, although we sometimes hear, you know, um, open the door in the name of the king or, or in the name of somebody else. Uh, but In the old language, what it meant was when you heard the phrase in the name of God, what it was saying in modern language uh, is God as He really is, not not as we infer with our limited minds, but God as He really is, we open ourselves up to God as He really is. So that if He has to adjust something in us, He He has our full cooperation. We're on our knees before Him because we know we see Him through a glass darkly, as, as Paul gave us the language. And and so these difficult circumstances help us to go back to God and. And when he talks about the name, his character, who he is, who he really is, it's the unchanging nature and person of God because he's outside of all these particular crises of humanity in the sense that that he's above them and he he sees the end from the beginning. And when we are being rattled by what's happening in a changing world, we, we find our peace on our knees before our king and let him reveal his name to us again, his true nature.
1: Well, Charles Newington, always so good getting your insights. I'll point people to the website, familyvoice.org.au, Uh, or simply just Google Family Voice Australia. Charles Newington is the National Director of Family Voice Australia. You'll find articles, you'll find resources there that help us to understand more deeply what it is to have a Christian mind, the mind of Christ when it comes to the way we discern the issues that are going on in our world today, and as Charles says, things changing so quickly uh, day by day. Charles, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today on Twenty Twenty.